You're listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland, KQAC HD3 Portland, X-Ray FM at 107.1 FM, 91.1 FM, and streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. This is Nocturnal Emissions with the Frenchies. Um, you've just heard a song by the... Blue Nile. Yeah, the Blue Nile, sorry. Uh, is, and the song is called From a Late Night Train. Unfortunately, today, Thomas can't be here. So for all you Thomas enthusiasts, I'm going to ask you to be patient. He's really busy and working on some films lately, and uh, he's not in town. But today, I have the pleasure of having a, a very special guest... His name is Maxime Chamou. How are you doing, Maxime? 
I'm fine. How are you? So should I call you Max or Maxime for the show? Both are great. Okay, cool. Up to you. So Maxime, uh, I, I feel like an hour together won't be enough. Uh, Maxime is a director. He's also part of a band and a musician. And he's also a writer. He writes for uh, a magazine. Should we call it like that? Yeah. Yep. Magazines or a newspaper. I've met Maxime especially like on a on the the shooting of a, of a TV series. Yeah. And this TV series is called 18h30, which means uh, 18 hour 30. For you American people, probably 6:30 p.m. would make more sense. And uh, this TV show is going to be coming out this Monday. This Monday. So for you listening to us, that's like yesterday. And uh, can you Tell us a few words about this TV show, like how many episodes or how long are they and, and everything? Yeah, there are 22 episodes. They are five minutes long. And um, the pitch of uh, 18h30 is very simple, very, very basic. Um, it's about um, Eric and Melissa. They work together in, uh, in the same office building. And um, they go out every day at 6.30 p.m. And they work together every day uh, in order to catch their bus. And the series is about them working and talking um, um, during uh, one, one year. Yeah. And so... The what's interesting is that these are long shots. It's like it's it's only one shot, the whole length. So in terms of like technical stuff, it, it can be kind of challenging because you've got two actors, they can't mess up, and every time it's just you, there's no cuts. No. And um, so they're always doing the same path. And at first, in the first episodes, uh, Melissa is new in in the building in the company and so Eric and and her are like kind of meeting each other and kind of discovering each other yes. and the more the series go the more they get to know each other and laugh and everything and um, what I find very interesting in this in this TV show is that there's a lot happening between the episodes that don't necessarily need an explanation so um, the writing is spectacular and, and really interesting and um is there any anecdotes you you want to let us know about like the actors or like the shooting or um the the casting of the of the of the of the actors was was very very special because for the for the melissa character we had an idea of the actress we wanted to 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 have in the series it and uh, we saw her in a French series called Le Bureau des Légendes and I was like very charmed by how natural and not necessarily gentle but with a warm feeling to her and and some and a very clever look. And uh, I knew I wanted Pauline Etienne to to play in our series, and she said yes, like right away when he, when she saw the the first uh, the the script of the of the first episode. And for uh, Eric, it was it was all different because we had um, an actor in mind that was very that 
which is very different from Nicolas Grantham. Mm -hmm. We had this very virile, yeah. <laughs> uh, like bear-like man, like uh, older man. We, we, we thought of a French actor called Frédéric Pierrot, but he didn't want it to. He didn't want it to play in it, and so we did some castings and Nicolas Grantham was is very different from the picture we had in mind uh, for the character but he, he did such a spectacular spectacular casting that we already we immediately th thought oh he's the one that's awesome mm. it's it's the the actors are like really awesome um I mean the fact of you know learning uh, such a long text and everything but it's just the whole acting mm. through the path they take yeah. sometimes you know this is we're not on a studio this is like in a town in mm. south in bordeaux and and anything can happen during that take like a like a police car and so the actors are like kind of playing with that too mm. but um what i really like is when you read the script sometimes you don't really I, I felt like I didn't really understand some um, some of the lines, mm -hmm. but it was because there was like, uh, the line wasn't important. It's, it's like how the actor was going to do, play it and everything. That was really great. So I think as an actor, that must be like super interesting. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it was just super, very clever writing. I really think the, the, the actors had, had fun playing the, the in that series because like you said it's um it's like a, a real luck for um, for uh, an actor to play like a five minute long shot and being all about them and all about their f like their facial expressions yeah. and their gestures and them and their um, their words and how they pronounce the, the, the words and how they second to that <clears throat> is the fact that we never had to, re to to do a retake because of the actors okay in 22 episodes that are only uh, made of uh, long shots yeah we never did once uh, a shot because of the actors okay. it's amazing when you think of it it's it's really yeah it's definitely spectacular um so there was a first screening a few days ago like a, in a movie theater it's mm. coming out uh it's it's just came out you can watch these episodes on arte.tv um they're in french but i think they're subbed in german as well yeah is are they subbed in english or not i guess not we'll have to find so we'll have to find like some uh, some torrents or mm. some some streaming thing uh sorry guys <laughs> but um i i, I think i, I think there um, you can find s subtitles uh, in yeah. english i think so okay that's cool yeah, yeah. and you've already been into some festivals and won some awards i think in seoul, seoul. in south korea okay so um, we're going to move on to some music. We're going to do a little trick here, a little uh, game. What if the characters of Eric and Melissa were songs? Mm -hmm. Which song would they be? Mm. Um, for Melissa, I would, I would pick um, a song by Franço Françoise Hardy. Uh, it's not a very famous song by her, but it's one of my favorites. And 
like almost every Françoise Hardy songs of that era. It's very classy, very clever, but not that gentle. It's there. There's some toughness to it and some uh, harshness too. Uh, that's very interesting when you when you listen when you listen closely to the lyrics. It's a very um, agoraphobic okay. song, a very uh, misanthropic song, and I think in it's it, it looks like Melissa a lot. It's it's charming, <laughs> it's clever, but it's not so gentle, gentle, okay. not so warm. All right, so here we go for Françoise Hardy in her song "Pousse au revoir." Oh, oh, oh. 
to nocturnal emissions on x-ray fm today uh, i'm with a special guest in the person of maxime chamou maxime chamou is a french director uh, but also composer and writer you just heard a song by la femme a song called paradigme and it's uh, it's their latest single i just uh, got i was just aware of the single today but maxime decided to to play it so uh, what made you want to play the song Um, I've always loved uh, La Femme. It's I've always found them very uh, fun and funny and impetuous and and like doing what whatever they want and but with such uh, naivety and talent that it's like you you, you can't you, you can't just be doubtful about. Uh, about their intentions it's very um honest you know mm. and um that song is is like uh, uh i was about to say cabaret but it's mm. not cabaret it's more like um, Folle, yeah like charleston yeah. you know kind it's of a, vibe but with something kind yeah, of modern they, nobody does that it's like a mix of that 80s french band called uh, niagara and like uh, yes charleston charleston music and It's 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 you it could be it could be like very um, bad taste, uh, but it it works. There's something magical about it, and you, it's I, I really f find this song uh, fascinating. I, I 
I couldn't stop playing it. Okay. Before that was a band from Portland called Street Nights with uh, Jake Morris. Jake Morris is also the drummer of uh, Stephen Magnus. You maybe know him through that. And the song was Stuck on a Dime from his new album called Human Condition. He had a lot of guest stars on, on his album that he made by himself, I guess. And, and uh, I, if you want to check it out, there's also the link on our uh, x-ray page. Before that was Bruce Springsteen with a song called Prove It All Night. And that was a song to kind of represent uh, the character of Eric from 18h30, 6.30 p.m., the TV show that's coming out. And um, so is there a reason why this made you think of Eric? When we, with, uh, with, with Sylvain, my co-author, uh, when we thought of what could Eric Uh, be like in the everyday life in all these days that we wouldn't shoot for mm -hmm. uh, we thought that he he could be like a fan of um, a French football team called uh, Stade René mm -hmm. and um, and uh, be a fan of Bruce Pink, Bruce Springsteen sorry because it's I think it's there's something uh, similar to Eric to uh, To, to it it's like when the song starts when the Springsteen song starts there's there's something like a bit clumsy and a bit like um, gauche uh, yeah gauche and but when when it goes on you feel like okay it's not so clumsy and it's there's something very um, charming and um, I would say like familiar familiar and um And even a bit delicate about it. Yeah. This song "Prove It All Night" is has nothing to do with Eric <laughs> <laughs> in particular, but um, I, it's one of my Springsteen's faves. So okay. Yeah. So how did you meet uh, your co-author and also co-director? Uh, Pal, you also write articles with yeah. him. His name is Sylvain Gouverneur. Mm. I'm hoping to have him on the show one day because mm -hmm. um, he's he's also a very interesting guy. Um, how did you guys meet? How did you guys click? Um, he was a friend of a friend. Um, I, I knew he was very funny and clever. And uh, I knew we had two jobs. On <laughs> One day I saw something that he wrote on Twitter and... I found it so funny that I I thought this guy can't just spend the rest of his life doing his job and me doing my job like like that just spending that our days like this and so I called him on the phone right away without thinking and I I said hello we didn't know each other very well but come on let's write something together And that's bold. Yeah, and so we we found the idea of our first series, which was called Ploop, and it was like about it's we 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 didn't want um, we want to create a series that 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 didn't need any actors or yeah, that was kind of simple in the production side. Yeah. So Ploop. Really quickly, Ploop is basically text message yeah. being sent from one character to another. You only see the screen, yeah. and uh, so and it's funny because the way the messages are typed 
uh, has a meaning. So mm-hmm. sometimes you're going to see the, the message being written and then being erased and rewritten and erased and everything. And uh, it's it's funny how, like, the way you made it happen, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, you made it real and, and, it, and it sounded like, and it sounded looked, you know, mm-hmm. like something that, that you have every day, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you gave like like just the digits and everything have a per, end up having a personality. Yeah. And the way it's typed. Yeah, it was, it was, there were some misunderstanding about about this series sometimes because uh, some people thought that we are we were really into new technologies and but it's not about new te- it's not about technologies it's like you like you said it's about uh, psychology of um, it's about how. Um, something so cold and so inhuman uh, as like just a screen yeah. can be can feel so human and so and so uh, with such f- um, uh, doubts and yeah, I was about to say uh, yeah. the world depths, yeah, and um, hesitations and yeah, and so yeah, so I guess Digital uh, Trente was like the next step mm. uh, working with real live actors, yeah. Um, so we're going to move on to your musical side. So mm-hmm. you're the singer and keyboard slash piano player of a band called Pharao de Winter. Yeah. Um, you released an album in 2015, I yes, believe. Yes. And a, an EP, I think, last year? Uh, two, 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 two years ago. Okay, two yeah. years ago, which was just like mostly solo singing with the piano. Yeah. At some point you have some strings. Both together. Okay. We recorded it. We recorded it like in the 60s or the 70s. Oh, yeah. I I played and sang in the same time. Yeah, yeah. So you play the piano and sing at the same time, yeah. which is quite a feat in a performance because you can't really edit it, mm-hmm. or because there's some bleeding in, in mm-hmm. each mic and everything. But um, what can do you want to tell us? Like a few words, like the style. I think it's more like some kind of you know French pop, yeah. but you know indie pop in a good way. Yeah. Um, you told me earlier it was produced by Sandro Perry. Yeah, this album. Is, this and I think the sound is really awesome too. Um, the it's re- was released on a label, indie label in France called Vietnam. Yes. And uh, which has other artists that we play in the show, such as O, mm-hmm. um, and probably others, but uh, yeah. on Cheval the Rex. Yeah, Cheval Rex. Yes. And, and so what's what's happening with uh, Pharaoh de Winter soon? Are you have yeah. any plans on releasing a, a new yeah, album? We are finishing the new album. We are in um, we are in the mix process right now. Um, we recorded 10 songs just before the the lockdown. The lockdown. <laughs> the yeah. lockdown. Sorry, uh, and um, we finished the recording after in the. In the afterworld, yeah, uh, like we call it. These are um, songs uh, mainly about um, crimes and um, and uh, serial killers and and uh, the. But you make it groove. Yeah, <laughs> and the upcoming of evil in the everyday life of everyday people. And Does this have a connection with the book you're reading right now? Uh, It's it's something that always fascinates okay. me. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So uh, I don't want to s- spend too much time talking. So we're going straight away with a song by Pharaoh de Winter. Is there a, a song in particular you want to hmm. play first? We could listen to Pointillisme. Okay, yeah, that was the last one I was listening to hmm. as well. All right, so here we go for Pointillisme from Pharaoh de Winter, which is uh, Maxime's band. Mm-hmm. 
Maintenant l'eau est froide et partout le mal est fait Lentement je regarde le tableau, je n'ai plus d'idée Bien dessiné sur la toile, les corps en point serré Profitant des vagues sur les rochers Lentement je regarde mais je ne sais plus relier Tous les sauts de page, les pointillés Les passages en anglais surlignés And oh, 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 am I the missing part? chance de voir l'immensité Aujourd'hui les vacances et demain vient l'immunité Sous les palmiers j'avance, je ne vois plus d'idées Am I the missing Oh. 
j'aime mon cou Ça vire sec, ça tire sec, ça tranche Dans le ventre, comme un trou J'ai posé sur mes yeux un bandeau blanc
puzzolando dai tetti di lamiera indugiando sulla scritta bevi coca cola scende dai presepi vivi appena giunge sera quando musica e miseria diventan cosa sola potente può aver veramente sbiaditi e corre sulle spiagge atlantiche seguendo il calcio di un pallone per finire nel grembo di grosse mamme antiche dalla pelle marrone e s'agita nel sangue delle genti dai canti e dalle risa rinvigorite che nessuna forza per quanto potente può aver veramente piegate.
You're listening to X-Ray FM. This is Nocturnal Emissions. We're arriving at the end of our show, a show with uh, where we had a special guest, Maxime Chamou. Maxime, thank you for coming to the show. Thank you. It was really a pleasure. Me. We need you back <laughs> for a second edition because we talked a lot about um, your directing occupation, I guess. A little bit about uh, your musician side, yeah. but uh, you're also a writer and you write for uh, magazines and, and you're a journalist, basically. And uh, so there's a, there, there was a subject I was hoping to talk about, but uh, unfortunately, I don't think we'll get to, to talk about it uh, the way it deserves it. It's uh, with, so with Sylvain and two other uh, journalists, yeah. you wrote an article uh, that was in two parts. It's like, a, a, I wouldn't even call it an article. It's like really a, an investigation about uh, Xavier Dupont de Ligonnès. Yes. Which had uh, quite uh, so, so some echoes here because you went some, to some TV shows and, and uh, to the radio shows in France to talk about it. And uh, I, I don't even know why I'm talking about it because uh, we won't just have the time to just even, you know, get to, to scratch the surface of the thing. Yeah, but there was um, an episode of uh, about him uh, in... Uh Um, in the next Netflix series called yeah. Unsolved Mysteries and this episode about Xavier Dupont de Ligonnès I heard um, made a big big uh, noise in the US oh, okay. I, I think for now that the American people start to um, look and uh, look for Xavier Dupont, Dupont de Ligonnès in the US and it's starting to be like a, like a Uh, an, an American fascination after yeah. having been uh, a There, French one. There's, it's because he's not like a serial killer, but uh, he's he's definitely you know a murderer and yeah. everything. And there's like always you know in American culture, there's some sort of fascination for these kind of uh, personas. But um, the way I want to talk about it with you wasn't necessarily to about what's in the article because it's just so dense and so big that uh, it's. Definitely worth a read. The, the style of the writing is um, also really neat. Um, and um, what I was interested in more is like, how did you guys work on this? How do you, you come of spending four years of your life uh, working on this? So I guess this question is going to be in the air and we won't be able to answer to all this. So hopefully... I hope to see you back on the show and we'll be able to go into more detail mm -hmm. uh, about this story. You, this story has been translated by some kind of uh, English yeah. amateur like fan. Really good and, translation. Yeah. yeah. So you, so it's a good translation. So great. So you, you might be able to find it online. Uh, we won't say where, but it's possible. Otherwise, if you're French, uh, you could read this investigation in Society. It's a, ma it's a French magazine mm -hmm. in the two episodes that came out in July and uh, August. Yes. Um, thank you, Maxine, for coming. Thank you for having me. This was Nocturnal Emissions uh, on X-Ray FM. And uh, see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>